the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Wow. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. This is where we're all working to live our lives like they matter. Uh, And it's a new year, a new beginning, a new opportunity, new potential, right? Everything is new. Don't you love newness? Uh, Everybody loves newness. That new toy, that new boyfriend or girlfriend, that new car, that new suit. Boy, and how long are they new? And not only how long are they new, but how long are they appreciated like we did when they first became new? Right? Uh, That's the comfort zone thing. Once we get something we want and we become comfortable with it, right, what happens is it dies there. <laughs> we know that, right? Yeah, oops, uh, did I do that? that it's unintentional. The, we're just creatures of habit. And we only have 3 to 5% of our brain that we use at a conscious level, and the rest is unconscious. So a lot of our life is unconscious. And that's what's so cool about this hour of power. Time to slow down. Time to stop looking at all the shiny objects. Squirrel. Buzz, what? Did she wear that? What's he doing, right? Don't you notice how easily we are distracted all the time? Because the enemy knows that confusion is the greatest weapon formed against us. Because when we're confused, right? Yeah, we act like idiots. When we're confused, uh, we act less than ourselves. When we're confused, we don't act out. We don't speak up. We don't do what we're supposed to do. For fear of retribution, uh, for fear of people not liking us, for fear of being canceled now and being banned on Twitter or Facebook, right? And so today on Like It Matters Radio, uh, I want to go into the new uh, in New Year's, right? Uh, at Sunday, uh, I was at church. It was the first service of the year, of course. It was, what, January 2nd. Uh, And the pastor went into what we need to have a happy new year. And I talked about this yesterday. And the pastor posited what we need uh, to make the new year not only happy but eternally profitable is a new you, a new me. And this is the greatest of beginnings. We get to start fresh, right? This is a new year is. New hope, new possibilities, new opportunities. But let me suggest also new sacrifices, and new ways to serve and to live life. And so today, I want to speak. I want to dig into new love. And I don't mean go out and finding a new boyfriend. I don't mean figuring out that maybe you should be using a different bathroom than you used all your life or going to get a sex change operation. That's not what I'm talking about. 
Uh, we equate that all the time, you know, with love being, uh, it's really sexual. You know, when someone says they fell in love with somebody uh, when the first sight, you know what they thought? They met them and they were turned on by them. They would like to, um, excuse my language, fornicate with them. That's basically when people say, oh my gosh, I need to have, I'm, I just fell in love. They want that person. But in that want, in that desire is sexual. And so today I really want to talk about this word love because I think what's missing in the world today is love. Uh, there's a lot of people having sex. Don't get me wrong. Oh, my gosh. You can, what, Grinder and Twinder. Well, I don't even know what all those things are, right? There's gay sites and normal sites and uh, flyby sites and all kinds what? of weird stuff. But, yeah, that you can just have sex with whoever wants to have sex. So we're not talking about sex. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about this word love. And, you know, it's interesting, this word love, because, uh, you know, a lot of people think it's a feeling. A lot of people think it's a noun. A lot of people think it's something that you possess. But what if? But what if we're wrong? What if love is not about a feeling? What if love is not about ourselves? What if love is not a noun? And, you know, love is one of those words that falls in the category of generalizations, you know, generalizations. And there's a special category in generalizations called nominalizations, nominalizations. And what makes a nominalization a nominalization is you cannot put it in a wheelbarrow, right? You cannot put it in a wheelbarrow. In other words, it's defined by the user of the word. And remember J. Vernon McGee, one of my favorite pastors, one of my favorite quotes of his, it says, we're all speaking the same language, but we're using different dictionaries. And boy, oh boy, oh boy, if that isn't so true with the word love. You know, how many times as a counselor have I heard this? If you love me, you do this. Oh, yeah? Well, if you love me, you do this. Oh, yeah? Well, if you love me, you do this. Oh, yeah? Anybody know that dance? Yeah, that's a dance. That's called the dance to divorce. Let's dance to divorce. Let's dance to divorce because that's about, but you notice what it's all about. If you love me, you would do this. Don't you hear it? It's a verb. And by the way, that's the positive. You know what the negative is? It's all about that person. If you love me, you do this stuff for me. So it shows you it's a verb, number one. Number two, it shows you that love for a lot of people is equated for what someone does for you. And so that definition of love can be very selfish, very prideful, uh, very self-serving. But, you know, it's interesting. I love kids. The kids say the darndest things. I mean, I love sometimes my son, Benaya, says something to me. Uh, and just It puts it so simple and clear, and it makes me laugh. So let's look at the nominalization of love, because love is defined by the word, uh, the user of that word. So a group of professional people pose this question to a group of four- to eight-year-olds. What does love mean? And here's some of the answers. I thought you'd get a kick out of these like I did. Uh, quote, when my grandmother got arthritis, she couldn't bend over and paint her toenails anymore. So my grandfather does it for her all the time, even when his hands got arthritis too. That's love. And how about this one? When someone loves you, the way they say your name is different. You just know that your name is safe in their mouth. <laughs> oh, great. What a little kid would say. You just know that your name is safe in their mouth. Gross. Well, that's a great question. Is your name safe in anybody else's mouth? Isn't that a great question? 
How about this one? Love is when a girl puts on perfume and a boy puts on shaving cologne and they go out and smell each other. <laughs> Are you smelling yourself? Right? Uh, Andre Berry, he used to be a friend of mine. He was the, the time the deputy chief of police in Reno. And he, he would always say that uh, when things are going too well, be careful that you don't smell yourself. And it was ego. It was pride. His grandmother used to get on him uh, and say, boy, Andre, are you smelling yourself, huh? In other words, he's prideful. He's thinking he's got all this. And by the way, pride negates love, just so you know. Pride pushes away love. If you don't believe me, ask God. He'll tell you. How about this one? Love is when you go out to eat and give somebody most of your french fries without making them give you any of theirs. Ah. Oh. That's love. That's the kind of love John and I share right there. <laughs> and then love is what makes you smile when you're tired. How about this one? Love is when my mommy makes coffee for my daddy and she takes a sip before giving it to him to make sure the taste is okay. Now that's some love. How about this? Love is when you kiss all the time. Then when you get tired of kissing, you still want to be together and you talk more. My mommy and daddy are like that. They look gross when they kiss. How about this one? Love is what's in the room with you at Christmas if you stop opening presents and listen. That was from a little seven-year-old boy. How, how profound. If you want to learn to love better, you should start with a friend who you hate. Wow. That's Nick. That's a six-year-old kid that has that profound statement. If you want to learn to love better, you should start with a friend who you hate. That is so eloquent. Love is when you tell a guy you like his shirt. Then he wears it every day. Love is like an old woman and a little old man who are still friends even after they know each other oh, other so well after lots of years. That's just stunning when you think about that. Love is when your puppy licks your face even after you left him alone all day. When you love somebody, your eyelashes go up and down and little stars come out of you. Wow, that's from Karen H7. You really shouldn't say I love you unless you mean it. But if you mean it, you should say it a lot. Why? Because people forget, says Jessica, age eight. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to break down this word, what is love? And I'm going to suggest that what we need in the new year is some new love. We'll be back. I love them. China. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app.
And now an important message from Exergen. A critical new FDA study proves that non-contact thermometers are not accurate. They also have inaccurate information on their labels regarding accuracy. New COVID strains are on the rise, and non-contact manufacturers are being irresponsible at a time when accuracy matters. Accurate temperature measurements are essential. Switch to Exergen because they are accurate and backed by over 100 clinical studies. Be sure, be accurate with Exergen. Learn more at exergen.com. Take Freedom 1570 with you wherever you go by downloading our app. Listen to your favorite shows, see our social media posts, enter exclusive contests and more, all from the app. Just search for Freedom 1570 in the App Store. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to Leadership Awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 30-year law enforcement career. I spent time in supervision and management, so I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. This is going to be a changing day in your life. I mean, what's not to love? What's not to love? I am black and you are back. Being under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. And today I'm going to suggest some new love. Some new love. Now let's first of all, let's, let's break down the word. Let's break down the word. You know, the word love. You know, I, I'm a student of the Bible. You know this. And uh, uh, the New Testament is, was written in Greek. That was the language of the day. The Old Testament was written in um, Hebrew, Aramaic, maybe a little Syriac in there. Uh, they were written uh, whatever the language of the day was. Now, in uh, the Greek, uh, which is where most of us get our New Testament translated from Greek, there are four words that we translate as love. And love is one of those things that has so many different connotations or meanings. Like for me, uh, there's a lot of things I love. Um, man, I told you I'm in the process of losing 100 pounds. And so that would tell you that I love certain things, right? <laughs> I, I, stop that, John. I love, I love, I got a sweet tooth. I love custards and pies and cakes and desserts. And, uh, you know, if I ate what I wanted to eat, I'd be 500 pounds. And over the last couple of years, I have eaten what I've eaten. And it's, like I said, it cost me a, a, a lot, 500 pounds, but it's cost me a lot. You like and discipline. So yeah, he's right, I do. Up until now, up until now, I lack discipline. I love my little cat. You know, I talk all the time about my little cat, uh, Susan. Uh, I love my little cat. I love the Lord, my God. I am actually in love with Jesus Christ. I can honestly say that it took me 56 years to fall in love with God. And I can honestly tell you, I am in love with God. Uh, so there's a lot of things I like. I used to love the Dallas Cowboys. Now I don't like any millionaire victim. So that word love. Now, I got to tell you, the degree of love is important. I better love my wife more than I love my cat, Susan. 
Um, I mean, that's just what we're called. God calls us to that. She deserves that. Uh, I'm challenged to do that. Uh, I better love my wife more than I love chocolate pudding, too. <laughs> you got my point? Or somebody sleeping on the couch, right? The key here is this, is love how you define it. When a lot of people use love, they just mean they really like something. It's just a level of like because we can like a lot of things, but love requires action. See, we're going to talk about love is a verb. So in Greek, there are four words used that are translated in English, love, phileo. Philadelphia is a city of brotherly love, right? That's why it's called Philadelphia, right? Phileo. This is companionable love. This is brotherly love. This speaks of affection, of fondness, of liking. Uh, It is a love that is called out of one's heart as a response to the pleasure one takes in a person or object. So phileo is love that responds to kindness, appreciation, or love. It involves giving as well as receiving, uh, but when it's greatly strained, it can collapse in a crisis. So agape. This is 1 Corinthians 13. When you talk about the love chapter, 1 Corinthians 13 is agape love. Agape is called out of one's heart by the preciousness of the object loved. It is a love of esteem, of evaluation. Uh, Agape uh, is basically unconditional love. It delights in giving. That's what for God so loved the world, agape. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Unconditional love. God's deal, uh, he gave it because that's what he was called to do. And then whoever's willing to accept it, whosoever, whosoever. There's a lot of whosoever's in the Bible. So agape is unconditional love. And it's basically something that we human beings, apart from the Holy Spirit, cannot do. Cannot do. Then there's storge. Storge is more of a familiar love. It's a, a husband, wife, child, dog, um, brother, sister. Uh, it, it's more of a familiar type of love. And then lastly, there's eros. Uh, this is erotic love, uh, what you'd call sexual love, love of passion, and overmastering passion that seizes and absorbs itself into the mind. It's a love that is an emotional involvement based on, ready for this, body chemistry. And by the way, just to let you know, uh, in the uh, New Testament, uh, eros is never used. And by the way, eros is not used either in the Septuagint. And the Septuagint, just so you know, is the Greek translation of the Old Testament. Remember, the Old Testament was technically written in Hebrew, uh, Aramaic, uh, Syriac, some different languages at the time. And eros uh, is not in the Greek translation of the Old Testament or the New Testament. So what is love? Well, this is what I wanted to share with you. Let me give you 1 Corinthians 13, the way of love. Now, I'm going to share with you the cool thing. I'm going to share with you in this segment, ESV. Uh, but then I'm going to share with you in a later segment, the amplified version, another one, the word, uh, because it's so different, or uh, the message Bible, sorry, the message Bible. So if I speak in the tongues of men and angels, but have not love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. If I give away all I have, and if I deliver up my body to be burned, but have not love, I gain nothing. So I want you to see the importance 
that God places on love. I mean, he's saying it's, a, it's everything. It's everything. For God so loved the world, he gave everything. That's what love is to God. So love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. Do you get that? Love never ends. As for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part, but when the perfect comes, the partial will pass away. Isn't that incredible? So now faith, hope, and love abide, these three, but the greatest of these is love. And you got to get, it's, it's, it's a danger love. C.S. Lewis put it best, to love at all is to be vulnerable. Love anything and your heart will certainly be broken. If you want to make sure of keeping it, meaning your heart intact, you must give your heart to no one, not even to an animal. Wrap it carefully around with hobbies and little luxuries. Avoid all entanglements. Lock it up safe in the casket or the coffin of your selfishness. But in that casket, safe, dark, motionless, airless, it will change. Your heart will change. No, it will not be broken, but it will become unbreakable, impenetrable, and irredeemable. The only place outside of heaven where you can be perfectly safe from all the dangers of love is hell. Isn't that incredible? And see, that's what Christmas is supposed to be about, love. For God so loved the world, he sent his only begotten son. Don't you get it? The babe in the manger, the gift of the babe in the manger is an end to the war with God, is peace with God. And see, that's what Christmas was all about. For God so loved the world that we love other people. And so since God gave us the perfect gift, we give this gift to others. And as a leader, this is not about Christmas. As a leader, I want to challenge you. What is the gift that you're giving your followers today? See, there are priceless gifts that you can give that require love. They don't require money. They don't require grand resources. Think about the gift of listening. No interrupting, no daydreaming, no planning your responses, just listening. See, that's hard work. That's sacrifice. That's love. How about the gift of affection? Being generous with appropriate hugs, kisses, pats on the back, and hand-holding without expecting physical carnality. Just to let someone feel, and this is probably my weak area right there in my relationship with my wife, just to make sure to have that little physical touch throughout the day. And she needs that, and up until now, I've been remiss with that. But there's no cost to it. The gift of laughter, it's a big one for my wife as well. Sharing articles, positive news, funny stories, cartoons, tell someone. My wife loves to laugh with me. And it's one thing I want to do more when we laugh together. We, we do a lot more things together. How about the gift of a compliment, right? A simple and sincere, you look great in red. You did a superb job. That was a wonderful meal, right? When was the last time that you intentionally complimented somebody on something real for the sole purpose of building them up? See, that's what real love is about. It's about the other person. How many of us got married so that we could be happy? How many of us got married so that our spouse could complete us? How many of us expect our spouse to be responsible for our happiness? Think about that. And that's not love. That's very selfish. That's not what God intended marriage for. Think of the gift of solitude. 
Be insensitive to times when others want nothing more than be left alone. I know people who are not morning people. This was my toughest thing with my wife. I'm a morning person. She's not. And I would take it personal. And I've really had to work at not taking it personal. How about the gift of a cheerful disposition? This is a, wife, uh, my, a gift my wife would love more for me, right? <laughs> the easiest way to feel good is to extend a kind word to someone, even if it's just saying hello or thank you. The gift of friendship, right? How many of you have been blessed by the people that God put in your life? How about the gift of your smile? Do you know a smile releases helpful hormones? A simple smile breaks all the barriers of language and culture. Think about that. See, ladies and gentlemen, this is what love is. Love to me is putting other people before yourself. Love is about sacrifice. Love is about service. Love is a verb. For God so loved the world, he did something about it. For you so love your kids that you do something about it. For I so love my wife that I do something about it. For John so loves Like It Matters Radio that he does something about it, right? <laughs> right? This is what it is. It's a verb. And a lot of people, until you get off the feeling and until we get off that it's all about us, because we live in a me world. We're all wearing hats that say, what's in it for me? And as long as my wife uh, physically pleases me, as long as my wife cleans the house, as long as my wife does what I tell her to do, as long as my wife does this, then I will love her. That's not love. That's something else. That's selfish. It's all kinds of things. But leaders, this world needs love. And leaders, if not us, then who? If not now, then when? So I'm black today. We're talking about new love. And we'll be right back after these paid messages. I'm not a smart man. But I know what love is. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's Mr. Dot Black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way, too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. If you could build the world's greatest radio station, where would you start? We'd begin by creating a live station that's able to provide breaking news updates. Then we'd install some of today's top political voices behind the mic. Finally, we'd craft a convenient way to listen with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not a work in progress. It's on the air now. AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent radio. Online at am1280thepatriot.com. 
Take a listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive, professional, communication training, to, to how to hold a fork. It, the, the Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before. And it's, there's nothing like it. There's, there's, there's no way to explain it with words. You have to experience it. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. It's not only changing lives, it's saving lives. That's likeitmatters.net slash schedule. I'll kiss the guys and the beautiful women and um, everybody. I'll just give you a big fat kiss. (laughs) I would love a kiss from Trump. I would. I am black and you are back being under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. Talk about a priceless gift uh, to President Trump to give me a little kiss on the cheek. Of, uh, lips a little too intimate for me, sorry. Um, not there anything wrong with that, just not my cup of tea. That's all, that's all, that's all. But, you know, I believe that Donald Trump loves this country. And I believe he loved it enough that it cost him uh, billions of dollars. He forego a $400,000 a year salary. He donated it. He never received it one time. Uh, his name brand has been forever damaged. Um, uh, he was a, a billionaire before going into office, unlike Joe Biden. Who's, Joe Biden's been elected official for 50 years. How does he own three homes? How is all his family multimillionaires? Uh, how is he a multimillionaire when he's been living off a of government salary for 50 years? Again, things that make you go, hmm, Right. Because as John Mayer says, and by the way, I'm not a John Mayer fan, just so you know. But he actually has a song, Love is a Verb. Love is a verb. It ain't a thing. It's not something you own. It's not something you scream. When you show me love, I don't need your words. Yeah, love ain't a thing. Love is a verb. Love ain't a thing. Love is a verb. Love ain't a crutch. It ain't an excuse. No, you can't get through love on just a pile of IOUs. I like that line. Love ain't a drug, despite what you've heard. Yeah, love ain't a thing. Love is a verb. Love ain't a thing. Love is a verb. So you got to show, show, show me. That sounds pretty cool. Show, show, show me. Show, show, show me that love is a verb. Wow, good words. And that's what it is. You know, one thing I do is I work on the head and heart connection. I teach emotional intelligence. And one thing I learned a long time ago is most people mentally are overwhelmed uh, and emotionally they're numb. They're shut down. People have had their heart damaged. They've had heart attacks. And I'm not talking about physical time now. I'm talking about betrayals, abandonment. Um, People have cheated on them. People have walked out on them. People have told them terrible things. People have done terrible things. I mean, this is, and what happens is the heart gets hardened. And I'm not talking about artillery sclerosis. You know, we get a hardened heart. We shut it off. We no longer feel. We no longer believe. You know, I have something I call HR 101. And these are basic truths when dealing with human beings. Remember, this is my 30th year walking intimately with people through their head and their heart. Uh, It's phenomenal. 30 years, 15,000 people. And a couple of HR 101s. And these are just truths when dealing with people. 
Uh, you'll never rise above the quality of the people you hang out with. Parents, you know this. Why do you think parents want their kids to hang out with uh, not the losers and people who are going places, people who have good schoolwork, people who have good morals and ethics? Why? Because you will never rise above the quality of the people you hang out with. Uh, here's another one. Any behavior reinforced with a positive outcome will repeat itself. We're like animals. Uh, my animals know that if they do A, then they get a treat. If they do B, then they get put outside. Any behavior reinforced with a positive outcome will repeat itself. How about this one? Hurting people hurt people. Hurting people hurt people. We are great martial arts experts. In other words, we block and we attack. We block and we attack. Think about it. And people stuff, 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 snap. Stuff, 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 snap. And we live in a world right now where, the, where our government wants to, you to keep a record wrong. They want you to get angry so you'll vote for the Democrats. If you can be angry and then you can blame everything on white Christians and blame everything on Republicans, then we can uh, take over this country. That's what they think. One of the ways and you so get street stuff, is stuff. victimhood. Yeah, absolutely. We stuff, stuff, snap. I remember reading about a driver in an SUV slams into a park truck, and then there was gunfire, and two people were dead. Guy in Brooklyn douses seventy-three-year-old woman with gasoline, spraying on her with an exterminator system, uh, methodically burning her alive. Why? She owed him some money for work he had done. I mean, list after list after list of hurting people. There's revenge porn. I mean, so here people are watching themselves doing a deed that should be done privately behind doors. And then when they break up with someone, they're so want to hurt them so badly that they'll release that publicly to embarrass that person. Here's another HR 101. Everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system. That's clear. And yet most people don't feel they're lovable, that they deserve love, and so they act as if. And one thing I learned a long time ago, this is the the... the pinnacle, the pinnacle of HR 101. Good people can do bad things. We've all done things that we're not proud of. That doesn't make us bad. What it makes is it makes us human. And a lot of it stems from our heart. I remember I've done a lot of work with a cardiologist, a lot of medical, a lot of doctors. And uh, I don't know, about 15 years ago, Dr. Anderson Murley, Mr. Murley, we called him in class, cardiologists of Blue Stem Cardiology in Bartlesville, Oklahoma. They sent all their people through our training. And this was what he sent me, a little snippet of what he sent me after class. It was like a month later. He said, quote, after your class, I was reminded of the John Fogarty song, Centerfield. I kept thinking, put me in coach, I'm ready to play. Put me in coach, I'm ready to play. The process you have put together is truly amazing. The things we did and the things you said that were so powerful because of how you put it all together, and it is mind-boggling. You know what you and I do is so similar. Think about this. This guy's a cardiologist. What you and I do, Mr. Black, is similar. He says, quote, as a cardiologist, I work on people's hearts. You do too. Most of the time, I see people after a heart attack. You do too in a sense. After a mechanical fix, most people I see are really interested in taking care of themselves differently, taking their medications, exercising, and eating right. They want to do things better. You, sir, have the same effect. My heart was mended spiritually by you. I'm excited about living my life like it matters. In fact, I'm fired up. This was by far the best 46 hours I have ever spent in my life. I thank you for that. 
I have my toolbox, and I'm excited about being under construction. Keep healing hearts, Mr. Black. And this is what I do. Why? Because we're all interconnected. This is where you hear me say it all the time. It's the, it's the poem by John Donne. No man is an island. No man is an island entire of itself. Each is a piece of the continent, a part of the main. If a cloud be washed away by the sea, Europe is the less. As well if a promontory were, as well as if a manner of thine own or of thine friends were. Each man's death diminishes me, for I am involved in mankind. Therefore send not to know for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for thee. Ladies and gentlemen, we're all interconnected, and we've got to fight for our love. We've got to fight to put other people first. Why? Because we're selfish. Our sin is our, our, our sin is weak. Remember, Paul said it. My spirit is willing, but my flesh is weak. Man, how many times after our classes I come home and be committed to be a better husband to my wife? And boy, that night I pull it off. But what about the next day? The next day? The next day? But in that environment, in that uh, introspection, in the realization that I need to be doing things differently, not feeling different, doing things different. See, that's the battle. We got the battle with ourselves because we all wear a hat that says, what's in it for me? It's about putting other people first. Remember rule number one about being a leader. Ready for this? It's not about you. Get off yourself. It's who are you here to serve? I know one of our listeners sent me this warrior ethos. And to me, this is, I'm a warrior. And if you're going to fight the good fight, if you're going to love, then you've got to prepare. You've got to protect the innocence of children. You've got to protect the innocence of your wedding bed. You've got to protect your market share. Don't you get it? It's a fight. Not with guns and ammo. Not with uh, F words and bad posts on social media. But the warrior ethos says, I'm a warrior. I do my duty. I serve a cause greater than myself. I'm accountable to God and to my family for my actions. I blame no one for my faults and give thanks for my abilities. I'm governed by natural law. My mind is my most powerful weapon. I train to oppose evil in all its forms. I will never quit, retreat, or cower in the face of the enemy. I protect the weak. I assist the elderly. And I care for those in need. I strive for perfection. And ask the same of those who serve with me. I lead by example and have the highest moral standard. The truth is my constant companion. When the end comes, I will sing my warrior song and go to my reward with honor and dignity. For I am a warrior. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what the world needs. Let's go to some Rocky Balboa. Now you got me on a roll here now. So let me quote you Rocky. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place. And I don't care how tough you are. It will beat you to your knees and keep you here permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, then go out and get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hits. And not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody else. Cowards do that. And that ain't you. 
you're better than that. And ladies and gentlemen, that's why I do what I do. I want to stir you up. I want to help you be a better man or woman than you were before. It's about perspective. It's about the frame, the filter through which we take an experience. It's the saying, two men sit behind bars. One sees mud, the other sees stars. See, we can't control what happens to us in life, but we can control how we respond to it and how long we hold on to it. We can't control the cards we are dealt in life, but we can control how we play them. And this is the choice. Are you going to be loved, do love, have a new love, or are you going to make it all about you? That's the question for today. We'll be right back. That does it, Rock. Now my dandruff is up. If I can change, and you can change, everybody can change. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Don't get caught in the cold this winter. Take advantage of full-service batteries, winter battery, and charging system check for your car. They'll keep you safe in freezing temperatures. They can also help with your snowmobile, ATV, tractor, or deep-cycle ice fishing shacks. They offer the lowest prices in town on batteries, and they'll even professionally install them free. Stay safe this winter with a powerful new battery installed free. Call them today. Just go to FullServiceBattery.com. That's FullServiceBattery.com. Have you been charged with a gun crime? Have you lost your gun rights due to an old criminal offense? Have you been denied a permit to carry or a purchase of a firearm? I'm attorney Kelly Keegan, and I can help. Contact us for a free consultation at KeeganLawOffice.com. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. 
Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I want you to know, I love you, man. I love you. You know, I heard that before, you know, when people say, love you, love you. You know, that's so generic. But to look at someone in the eyes and say, I love you, to add the I and to make it go from L-U-V to L-O-V-E, I love you is much more intimate, much more personal. You too, John. You too. (laughs) Right? But love you, that's that generic just when you have to say it because someone else says it. But that's what we're talking about today, love. And, man, what the world is needs is love. And, and I'm not talking about sex. I'm not talking about uh, who you share your bed with. I'm talking about people putting other people before themselves, people letting go. You know, the way of love, uh, I love the message. You know, the message Bible is not a translation. It's more of a paraphrase. Uh, but uh, 1 Corinthians 13 is known as the love chapter in the Bible. But let me read you the way of love uh, from the Message Bible. It says, If I speak with human eloquence and angelic ecstasy, but don't love, I'm nothing but the cracking of a rusty gate. If I speak God's word with power, revealing all his mysteries, and make everything plain as day, and if I have faith that says to a mountain, Jump, and it jumps, but I don't love, I'm nothing. If I give everything I own to the poor and even go to the stake to be burned as a martyr, but I don't love, I've gotten nowhere. So no matter what I say, no matter what I believe, no matter what I do, I am bankrupt without love. Love never gives up. Love cares more for others than for self. Love doesn't want what it doesn't have. Love doesn't strut. Love doesn't have a swelled head, doesn't force itself on others, isn't always me first, doesn't fly off the handle, doesn't keep score of the sins of others, doesn't revel when others grovel, takes pleasure in the flowering of truth, puts up with anything, trusts God always, always looks for the best, Never looks back, but keeps going to the end. Love never dies. You know why? Because it's not a feeling. It's a verb. Uh, I'm counseling one guy who called me up, and he went to my leadership training, and uh, his wife and he are in a little bit of a separation. They're still together, but she's basically moving on. Uh, But she supposedly found God in her treatment and her rehab and all that. And as she, quote, found God, guess what? She also found a boyfriend. Isn't it amazing how people are supposedly walking with God as they're dishonoring God? But yeah, God must have brought this man into my life so I could have an adulterous affair on my husband because we all know that's what God's all about, right? Oops. Yeah, and so I was talking to her, uh, and she, she just said one thing. like, she, Well, I just don't love him that way anymore. Out of the blue, I'm like, and, I, and oh my gosh, I wanted to sit there and unpack that. What do you mean you don't love him? What? It's not a feeling. It's not a choice. Again, I can tell you what she was talking about. She was talking about she wants to go out and fornicate with people. She wants to go out and have that new when you meet someone and you kiss sparkles and, you know, you can't wait to rip your clothes off each other. 
That's what she's equating to love. That's what my cats do. That's what dogs do when they're not spayed or neutered. I mean, that's not love, and yet we make that into love. I just, and then she stopped returning my phone calls. Why? Because she says she wants to walk with God, but she wants what she wants. She doesn't want what God wants for her. She doesn't want me to quote scripture to her. She doesn't want me to tell her what God says. She wants what she wants. That's not love. But that's how a lot of us treat it. I want what I want. I deserve. I work hard. I pay the bills around here. Uh, man, we haven't had physical relations for three weeks or for three years. Like, it's owed. Isn't that what a prostitute is for? You pay someone and then you get services? Wow. And this is what we call love in today's world. Matter of fact, there's a great book called Good News for the Lover from What Jesus Demands of the World. A great book by John Piper. Highly recommend it. Uh, I think it's 51 things he goes through that Jesus demands of the world. I could be wrong, but I think it's 51. And here he says, he discusses love. And he says this, quote, We live in a time when emotional offense or woundedness often becomes a criterion for deciding if love has been shown. If a person can claim to have been hurt by what you say, it is assumed by many that you did not act in love. In other words, love is not defined by the quality of the act and its motives, but by the subjective response of others. This is America that we live in today. This is such a joke. If someone can claim that somehow something you said offended them, that's why notice how all these microaggressions, notice how now black people have no standards at all. Uh, You cannot give a black person an F. You cannot give a black person a D. uh, You cannot criticize a black person because they're too fragile, right? I mean, they can't handle it. That's just so racist. When I hear the left and progressives say this stuff, it's so racist. They look at black people as less than. They look at black people as subhuman, and they think they're showing love? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Look up the pull movement, P-U-L-L, Adrian Lyles. And my brother with, has some darker skin than I got. But his whole thing is about removing the, the, uh, the, the confines of race. So as John Piper was saying, in this way of re- relating, the wounded one has absolute authority. Think about that. That's what the America we live in today, with the progressives, with the, the haters out there on the left just want to destroy and call everybody that's conservative or Republican or Bible-fearing, Bible-loving, they're racist, they're calling us racist and bigots and that we hate. No, I'm not homophobic at all. I don't hate, I'm not afraid of a, a person who they share their bed with. Uh, not at all. Andy Stanley. I was stunned by what Andy Stanley said. Man, this is why all these new age preachers. Andy Stanley said, let's be honest, that white people are afraid of black men. Like, what? And he just said this in a sermon, preaching at his his large church. Let's be honest, you don't want to hear it, but it's the truth. White people are afraid of black men. I'm insulted by that. No, I'm not. Not at all. Why would you say that? And why would you say that as a leader of a church and then speak it as truth like you're quoting scripture? See, love is not defined by the response of the loved. A person can be genuinely loved and feel hurt or offended or angered or retaliatory or numb without in any way diminishing, listen, the beauty and value of the act of love that hurt them. And by the way, how do we know this? You always go back to your standard, the standards of the Bible. We know this most clearly from the death of Jesus, the greatest act of love ever performed, right? Right? But yet, what was the response? It was brutal. 
And the truth is shown by the way Jesus lived his life. He loved in a way that was often not felt as loved, right? Think about it. He offended people all the time. But Jesus is love. The greatest act is to get, lay down your life for your brother. And even when the rich young ruler came up to Jesus and said, Rabbi, teacher, good teacher. And what did Jesus say? Who's good? Only God's good. Meaning all of us, all of us people, we all fall short. But he said, what is the greatest commandment? He said, that's easy. To love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, and with all your strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself. Now, a lot of people, me included, for a long time, said, well, the problem with that is I don't love myself. I don't even like myself a lot of time. For a long time, I would say that. Because I don't like the company I keep. I didn't like the company I kept in the quietness of mine. Now I do. I love being alone. I like the company I keep when I'm alone by myself. I really do. I like myself now. But that's not what he's talking about. God's not talking about to feel uh, uh, towards others like you feel toward yourself. That's not what he's talking about. When you're hungry, you eat. When you're thirsty, you drink. When you have a need or necessity, you feel that need or necessity. Why? Because you love yourself. That's what love is. Love is a verb. And I'm telling you right now what we need. And I'm sorry, and I'm pro-Trump and anti-Biden. But what we don't need a new president. We don't need a new vaccine. We don't need a new cure. What we need is new love. And what I mean by that is people willing to put other people before themselves. People willing to seek to understand. Because if you read what love is, love is understanding. Love is thinking the best of the other person. Love is assuming that just because someone's agreeing with you doesn't mean they're attacking you. And these are areas I struggle in as well. But that's what we need. And that's why we're under construction. We're working to be a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. But the problem is we got so much hurt, so much pain, that we haven't dealt with our own pain, so we reflect that onto other people. And remember when the HR 101s I told you? Hurting people hurt people. And because of that, we block out the love. Go to likeitmatters.net. Let me help you clean up your thinking, and let me help you resuscitate your heart so you can love in the way that this world needs. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. And my number one goal is to remind you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. you got to grow up. This is a big deal. Man, winter's here, and I missed out on getting my roof done. Did you at least get your siding fixed? Nah, didn't get to that either. Well, I wouldn't worry. Just call JTR Roofing. JTR will give you an estimate and get your project on their calendar for first thing in the spring. There are a ton of roofing and siding companies. Why should I call JTR? First, check out their online reviews, like this one. JTR did the roofing and siding on our house. Fantastic. And conscientious workers. Okay. Or there's this one. I can't say enough about what great guys they are. JTR should be your first and last call. Hmm. Plus, JTR Roofing is also a locally owned company. They stand behind their work, and they'll be there for you in the years to come. JTR Roofing. Sounds like I better give them a call. Visit JTRRoofingInc.com. That's JTRRoofingInc.com to set up your no-obligation consultation. JTR Roofing, windows, siding, and gutters. 
JTRRoofingInc.com. Ringing. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.